What's up, everyone? This is your boy, Jeremy John. And I'm Matthew White. And we are the Sports Reality. Just want to say thanks for tuning in to this episode. I uh, want to let you all know that you can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Just go on any of those podcast directories and search for the Sports Reality Podcast. Hit the subscribe button so you can be up to date on all of our content. Thanks again for tuning in and enjoy the show. What's up everyone welcome to the 55th edition of the sports reality my name is jeremy john and i'm here with my co-host matthew white and we are here to bring to you all things sports matthew how's everything going with you super good jeremy perfect you love this weather out here today oh, it's ridiculous it's ridiculous got on short sleeves yep yep it is february the 15th of the year of our lord 2019 <laughs> and it is what about 60 degrees outside maybe a little bit warmer uh, i only have 64 i only have the uh hoodie and i don't have a winter uh hat on i don't have a beanie on i have a cap today wearing summer my, atti- spring attire yes wearing my washington bullets hat perfect for all of the dmv folks out here we have a great show planned for you all uh let's just tease it real quick we're gonna talk about the nfl might the season may be over but still news still news coming out of the nfl we're gonna talk about the nba all-star weekend which we are here for it's it's a great time of the year and of course we'll get into our champion chumps of the week our reddit topic of the week and our sports free zone your reddit topic of the week just give a teaser so, what's a good teaser for this one? It has something to do if TNT continues the all-decade series. Okay, alright. It's a couple categories, just, you know, some fun talking points. I think yours is going to be significantly better than mine. To be Mine's honest. a little bit longer. I mean, that's fine. No, nah, yeah. I mean, but yours is going to be significantly better than I mine. I don't know. Uh, mine is about the NFL and the divisions in the nfl okay so yeah they used to be different yep 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 i want to give a quick shout out to one of our listeners okay uh, jacaro dodd we uh met virtually through social media away a way back uh jacaro listens to this podcast mm-hmm. so shout out to him but i i met him over the weekend okay i uh, got to meet him but unfortunately i was not able to speak to him because at the event that I was at, there was probably over a hundred people there. It's a lot of people in a house. It's just way too many people. Yes, there was about a hundred people in the house. So yeah, and then about the time I was about to make my way over, uh, he had already left, and then I rolled out not not too far, not too long after. But shout out to Jacaro, he listens to the podcast. Uh, when I saw him, I was like, "Hey, what's up, man?" And then he was like, "Man, you know." You got a good. You all got a good podcast. So, hey, man! Shout out to Jacaro Dodd for listening and supporting yeah, us for sure. here with everything when that we, we get do. hats or something. May we gotta send them one? Perfect. I, I'm working on that. 
I'm working. I'm working on sports reality. apparel. Working on apparel. Yep, yep, yep. Let's now move on to our hurry up offense. Pitchers and catchers in Major League Baseball have already reported to spring training. Mm-hmm. And spring training will open up for all players on the roster next week. But we still have notable free agents. Two very big names. Yes. Bryce Harper and Manny Machado. Manny Machado, uh, his last team that he played for was the Los Angeles Dodgers. But he did play for the Baltimore Orioles. Mm-hmm. And then we have Bryce Harper who played for the Washington Nationals. Both the local superstars. It's almost every day. And I had to pause right here because we have some breaking news, and I guess we'll talk about it in the NFL segment. We need a we need a sound effect. <laughs> yeah, I keep want. Yeah, we we need we gotta a, get we need. There's like three sound effects we gotta make. We gotta talk to our sound effect guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is me. Uh, <laughs> so I gotta talk to myself. I gotta look in the mirror and say, "You gotta do better than this." Anyways, <laughs> Bryce Harper is still on the market, just like my, Manny Machado. When it comes to Bryce Harper, it's almost every day we're hearing from the MLB experts. Almost like any day now, Bryce Harper's gonna make his decision. Honestly, they're I'm just not, saying that. I'm not sure. I think, I think what Bryce Harper is asking for. No team is willing to even pay him because if the Nationals offered him ten years, three hundred million, and he said no, I, I guess other teams are just like, look, you know what? You're not Mike Trout. Which, by the way, he's the god, like low key though, right? Yeah, and <sighs> are you about to disrespect Mike Trout? Look, Mike Trout hasn't won a single playoff game. Okay. I mean that counts. I, and I, it, looks it took Michael Jordan a while to win a playoff game too. That's true. That's true. Or series. Oh well, it's different. Yeah. That's true. And I know it's baseball, but he didn't show up in that one playoff appearance. That's not good. He I know it's a, James Harden. I know it's nine other. I know it's eight other players usually mm-hmm. on the field and are who are able to bat. But I mean, Michael Trout has done nothing really in the grand scheme of it, other than rack up stati- stats, Crazy stats. And, and awards. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so Bryce Harper's still out there. Uh, er, uh, I think it's Chris Russell of 106.7 A Fan. Pretty much every day this week, he's like, "Oh, the news is coming down now. It's coming no, down now." No, nothing's come down yet. No one knows. Should, should the Washington Nationals just be preparing for the future without Bryce Harper? Duh. What, Jeremy? We knew this was not going to happen. I mean, yeah. The longer it draws out, though, I'm kind of, I'm kind of convinced the Nationals still Washington have a shot. Washington sports, you think they have a shot? The fact that he hasn't, <laughs> he hasn't signed yet. Yes, I feel like there's still a shot he could be there. I guess. I, I, I just nice things don't happen happen to Washington sports, except for hockey, I guess. But <laughs> we'll talk about that soon. You know, DC has a long list of stars leaving the area. We do. We do, we do, but uh, it's gonna be interesting to see how that how that plays out. Talking about the Washington Capitals, they're not playing well as of late. Uh, the last 10, 10 games, they're Stanley four Cup four. Over. Yeah, last ten games, four four and two. However, they started well during the season. Like I mean, at the beginning of the season, they started well, but might be tired. I don't know what's happening. Trade deadline is coming up soon. For I think. Or did it pass? Oh, I've no honestly, idea. I'm not sure. I don't think it passed, but I think it's like next week. I think. I don't think it was yesterday. 
but it's on a Thursday similar to similar to the NBA. I don't think it was yesterday though. And when it comes to NCAA basketball, let's recap the top ten teams in the nation according to the AP poll, mm-hmm. uh, which is let me refresh the page for you all out there. Because I feel like that was last week's rankings, so let me let me uh, go and refresh that page. We, yeah, but we definitely sidetrack. We definitely need to. Uh, I need to come up with our breaking news. We got to get something like that. Anything, some raw burgundy, super old, like seventies style, like breaking news. Some. All right, number 10 is Marquette. Number 9 is Houston. Mm-hmm. Number 8 is North Carolina. Number 7 is Nevada with a 23-1 and record. Number 26, Michigan. Number 5, Kentucky. Number 4, Virginia. Number 3, Gonzaga. Number 2, Duke with a 21-2 and record. Also 24 first-place votes. Number 1, ten- Tennessee with 40 first-place votes with a 22 and one record when it comes to our local team maryland 18 and 6 with a big win versus nebraska purdue sorry they beat nebraska last week purdue was this week purdue was number 12 uh this week so yep big win there all right moving on to the nfl and let's get right into it breaking news in the nfl Colin Kaepernick's lawyer announces a resolution to the pending grievance that he had against the NFL. As many of you all know, Colin Kaepernick filed a grievance against the NFL for collusion because he was no longer on an NFL team after his his protests during the National Anthem. Notice I said protest during the National Anthem, not the National Anthem protest. That is the big big difference why people are still up in arms about this. But anyways... An announcement that has been made, and I'm going to read the official announcement from his attorneys, Garagos and Garagos. For the past several months, counsel for Mr. Kaepernick and Mr. Reed, who, by the way, um, cashed out this week. We'll talk about that. Have engaged in an ongoing dialogue with representatives of the NFL. As a result of those discussions, the parties have decided to resolve the pending grievances. The resolution of this matter is subject to a confidentiality agreement, so there will be no further comment by any party. That means Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed cashed out on this. Everyone is going to have to guess. Perfect. Not even guess. Yeah, we're going to have to guess forever, but here's the bigger issue. There was enough evidence that the NFL was colluding against him. The NFL. We knew that already. Hold on, hold on. Okay, we knew that. Yeah, but that's a fact. But but Matthew, there is a significant amount of the population who really believes the NFL powers that be just didn't have him on the team because he was quote unquote not good enough to be on the team. Like you cannot say that there isn't a significant population. I mean, there definitely is, but they're just idiots. Perfect. <laughs> okay, we we know that. What we know that, but the okay, it's, we can't we can't like we can't talk we can't dumb ourselves down like that. Okay, but but For the idiots. Okay, let's okay. You know what this what this comparison what it compares to? Uh-huh. It compares to 
the 2016 presidential election. Mm-hmm. There are enough people. There's a lot of idiots. There are, and that's what I'm saying. There's enough people who thought Trump is still the better option for various reasons, and this man is in power. Okay, yes, Hillary won the popular vote, but mm-hmm. when you really counted down, how much did she win by? It was close. Was it? It was still a difference of a few million, but yeah. a few million is not. That's not a little number. I mean, that's that's still a lot of people, dog. You, it's supposed to be way more people in the like world. I think with just common sense enough to know that, like you know, you can't vote for Donald Trump. Yeah, I would think. I would think. Obviously, I've been proven wrong and wrong all constantly. We we have been proven wrong, <laughs> but but back to Kaepernick. Similar thing. Yeah, a no. lot of people still feel like Kaepernick is not in the league because, because he's, he's not good. These people clearly have not seen any uh, Jacksonville Jaguars games in the last like three years or however long that this has been going on. Or Dolphin. There's a, we're not going to go down the list and embarrass too many quarterbacks in the NFL. Colin Kaepernick right now, right now better than Joe Flacco. Perfect. Right now. No no training camp. No haven't been on a football field in two years. Right now better than Joe Flacco. And we'll talk about Joe Flacco later in this segment. But yes, yeah, so that is the breaking news now. Look, they did it strategically on a Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. So people going are going to the weekend. weekend and this, that's the classic NFL forget. move. What? <laughs> Come on, they got PR training. No, the NFL is great at this. They if they if they are embarrassed about something, it's going to be announced on a Friday. What happened with Cream Hunt? It was on a. It was on a. It was on a late week. It was on a Friday. Yeah. It was on a Friday that happened. <laughs> we'll talk about Kareem Hunt later in also. this segment. Also. also, but let's get to Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown had a. You can't say cryptic. He had a very uh, uncryptic, very clear <laughs> uh, message on social media. He said, "Thank you, Pittsburgh, for your time." <laughs> He's basically saying he's out of there. He is demanding a trade to get out of Pittsburgh. And today, he was supposed to meet with the Pittsburgh Steelers front office and owner. And he did not show up. Yeah, no, it's over. It's a wrap. You saw Tyron uh, Honey Badger on Twitter. I follow I follow him. Was already campaigning to get him in the, a Texas jersey. Hey. That would be way too much. The NFL would not be ready for that. Look, the Vikings would no longer have the best duo. <laughs> yeah, they won't. They won't have the best wide receiver. Wide they receiver be back. And Will Fuller is still there. My favorite football player. And Deshaun Watson. Oh, my gosh. It would be a mess. And that it would, defense. It would be a that. All the pressure's on Bill O'Reilly. Like, there's no excuse. The defense, too. Point. The defense didn't show up. They they did it in the well no the offense didn't show up in the playoffs in the year. playoffs what was the score what they lose by I don't think they scored a touchdown oh well yeah, yeah never mind. that was the big thing they they didn't never score mind. I don't think they scored a touchdown that's not good never mind <laughs> yeah. totally offense but Antonio Brown of course the rumors have been out that the 49ers are, are one of his teams nope. that he's interested Hard in pass. um but now that you mention who are some teams that really should be going. Going after Antonio Brown, New England Patriots. Oh yeah, they're, they're <laughs> the New England Patriots. Now though. I don't think the Steelers are going to trade no. him to the New England Patriots. No, definitely not. That's that's not happening. Uh, but when it comes to trades, 
maybe I, the the Colts. The Colts are one one team that I think they really need to be active because they have a young defense. Mm-hmm. Young defense is good. Line. Young offensive line. Mm-hmm. So a lot of their good players, you don't have to pay them yet. Yeah, they have Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. And they already have T.Y. Hilton. That would be a very good duo. Very good. Also, uh, another team, the Green Bay Packers. Oh. They have so much cap room. Deeply need him. And they do not get free agents. So, you got to trade. Whatever. Whatever they want. You need to get your big player. You you need to get him through player development and trading. So, yeah. That's another team. I know Arizona's kind of like in the mix per se Mm -hmm. but Arizona's in a rebuild and they have a rookie they they may have a rookie quarterback again this year it's a little unclear from uh, what the coach has been saying (laughs) yeah they may not have Josh Rosen and they may be going after a rookie quarterback so what are some other teams that you could think of that may should Russell Wilson needs a wide receiver Seattle yeah I mean they have Doug Baldwin but Doug Baldwin is a it's great not, number two. It's not the same. He's a great number two. <laughs> he's an same. okay number one. Yeah, but he's a great um, number two. I don't know that those those teams would be pretty good. Um, yeah, I can't really think of anybody else. It's it's a lot of teams that could like every every team could use him, but a lot of teams not they're not gonna be able to do anything with him. Like Jags can't do anything with him. Yeah, the Jags can't do anything yet. They got to figure out their quarterback yeah. situation. They got it's a. Maybe the Chargers. Mm. Maybe the Chargers. Mm. Maybe KC. Oh, that is some. Someone said that on Somebody, the radio they this could week. Just OD. Someone said that they said they they should be able. They can make a move mm. where he can fit under the cap. That would be and nice. Still have Antonio Brown, Tyreek Hill, Travis Ooh. Kelsey, Ooh. and young Damon Damian Williams, the running back. That's a Ooh. lot. That's the Andy Reid offense if I've ever heard it. <laughs> Uh, talking about another uh, quarterback situation, uh, Joe Flacco was traded from the Baltimore Ravens to the Denver Broncos. And when I say traded, the trade is in principle. Mm. cannot happen until the league year starts on March 13th. It's definitely going to happen. But it will obviously happen. And rumor is that the Ravens will receive a mid-round pick. Very new popcorn machine. Perfect. Uh, so, so okay. So I, I side sidetrack. I'm always still having nightmares. I watched a I watched a video and I'm gonna send it to you. The weirdest trades, and um, in the NBA, mm-hmm. and Kyle Korver was traded to the from the Nets to Philly, and he he started his rookie year with the with the 76ers, mm-hmm. and there was some cash involved with it and they use the cash for something else like basketball related but the less leftover cash definitely got some popcorn machines they used it on the copy machine i like it so i yeah. like it but anyways back to back to the nfl joe flacco flacco like the folks from baltimore like to say um no longer in baltimore lamar jackson is the future i mean yeah. it's about time yeah they, I mean, and also, look. Let's be real. They've won one playoff game since the Super Bowl victory, and I think it was a home playoff game. But they won it and then lost the next round to the 
to the Patriots, and then they also just don't make the playoffs. Sometimes since then, yeah. I think it was time to move. That contract was way too much. The Ravens made the big mistake by allowing Flacco to play out that contract and Flacco Flacco to end up winning the Super Bowl, and then Flacco became the highest paid quarterback just. <laughs> Off of that, he had the best playoff run ever. That is the best playoff run ever. ever, ever. Like better than Joe Montana, ever. Better than Eli Manning. They were than, not supposed to beat the Broncos that year. Better than Peyton Manning. Better than Tom Brady in the playoffs. Whoever you want to name. Like when it comes to a playoff run, that Joe was Flacco, the best ever I've, of all time <laughs> I've ever seen. So, uh, so yeah, he and, used and, all of his powers. Yeah, and then once once that they couldn't be able to, they weren't able to reload and get other pieces around them, and it showed that the, in in the defense is they fine. tried. The defense is finally making like a comeback, mm-hmm. but. The defense suffered for a little bit. It's hard to replace Ray Lewis and Ter- or uh, aging Terrell Suggs and Ed Reed, like Haloti Nada. Like those are big names to try to replace. So uh, yeah, so Joe Flacco is out of there. Other NFL news: Kyler Murray decided he is going to uh, enter, or he's going stick with football. Football is the move. We and he's obviously going to be at the combine. There's a lot of uncertainty with where Kyler Murray is going to end up being drafted is he going to be a first round draft pick he's going to be a mid round draft pick or is he going to go late some people even say he may even go undrafted because of his 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 body if the Vikings do not pick this guy he goes this late I will be so sad Perfect. like I will cry the Giants have already said yeah. he's not on their radar because he's too small what? He's listed at 5'11". He's, he's listed not, he's at 5'11". I don't think he's 5'11". He's not. Honestly, I think he's like 5'8", 5'9". Yeah, that's fine. However, if your scheme is good, it doesn't matter what the height is. When Height shouldn't be the issue. How tall is Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson is legit 6'11", six six foot foot maybe 5'11", okay. but 6' at the tallest. He's a smaller... Quarterback. He's stockier though. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely stockier than, than Kyler definitely. Murray. Uh, same thing with Drew Brees. Drew Brees is six foot tall. Yeah. Baker Mayfield six foot tall. I don't know. If this dude is good, like why not? Why can't you have a five foot eight quarterback? And I want to go back to Joe Flacco. Oh yeah, being a tall quarterback doesn't make, necessarily make you good. I want to go back to Joe Flacco. The excuse for Kyler Murray is, hey, your, your pass is going to be batted down. Kyler Murray this past season averaged only one pass batted down per game. What's the like NFL average for a quarterback? NFL average is about one Probably a couple maybe. per game. Yeah, it happens, but it doesn't happen that much. Joe Flacco, six foot six, definitely has balls batted down. Had the highest percentage of <laughs> balls batted down. Six six, that's crazy. So it comes the scheme, like yes, that is. If you're going to draft them, then the next, I mean, the quarter, I mean, the the coach and the quarterback coach, an offensive coordinator, gotta sit down, and figure this out. Yeah, Saints did it. Doug Flutie used to be in the NFL. Doug Flutie, and that's the thing. Doug Flutie is legit five nine. Like that's measured. He's five nine. Had a very good career in the CFL. I don't. Okay, it's the CFL, but he's one of the winningest. Yeah. 
quarterbacks in the CFL. And he played in the NFL. He came in the NFL. NFL. Remember, he started in the NFL. Yeah, then went yeah. to the CFL. Came back in the NFL. Still played pretty good. He has a couple Pro Bowl appearances, I think, in the NFL. Definitely had some good years. Played till he was about 40. Mm-hmm. He had some backup roles. He had some starter roles. Like it can happen. He would come in the game, and you knew that it would be wouldn't be like a downgrade exactly. at the quarterback position. So yeah, this this thing with Kyler Murray and his height—he was just a midget. If you're telling me he's not good enough because of other reasons, okay. But if you're telling me it's because of his height it's and his stature, yeah. I'm, I, I don't I don't I don't care about that. Kareem Hunt was signed by the Ooh. Cleveland Browns. One of my boys was telling me that they are about to be a nasty team because they got him for this ridiculous contract. One year, one million. Oh my uh, Some people may not know this, but John Dorsey, the general manager for the Browns, wears a lot of sweaters. At the t- true, at the time when Kareem Hunt was drafted just two years ago, was the general manager of the Chiefs. Okay. So he's the one who actually knows about him. Knows about him. Now Kareem Hunt is on the uh, commissioner's exempt list because they're still investigating an assault of a woman that happened about a year ago. The video was released on TMZ in December. So he was released by the Chiefs immediately and placed on the commissioner's exempt list. He's going to have some type of suspension when he comes back. He's going to be suspended. But I'm going to throw this question out there real quick. We know about the NFL's domestic violence policy. First offense is six games. Uh, You okay over there? Struggling, Jeremy. Uh, Yeah, you had had an injury. I I see you. Struggling. Using the rice method right now. Trying to. Yep, the rice (laughs) method. Anyways, so Kareem, we know about the six-game mandatory first offense for, for domestic for violence. Domestic violence. Mm-hmm. Now, this situation with Kareem Hunt was not different. domestic violence. Now, it was assault against a woman. Definitely. So where do you think the NFL is going to fall on this are they you said gonna, the first one is six games normally that's for domestic violence i think because gonna, many people do not realize this that policy is specifically for domestic, domestic violence. violence yeah so violence against people who are in close relationship with you children spouses partners mm-hmm. other relatives this was a woman he didn't know now yeah. I'm not downplaying it. It's just still bad. putting it out there. It's just not technically domestic violence. So where do you think with that knowledge? Four to six games. I think he's going to get four. Yeah, a quarter of the season. I think he'll get four. Um, Especially like if anything, like if any reports, like I don't know, like I don't think that any like new information could come up to like sway it too much. They might say six games. He'll appeal it. It'll go down to four. Like, I can see that happening, but it'll be some type of suspension. The Browns general manager, Dorsey, he's already said, hey, Kareem Hunt has started anger management uh, therapy and also alcohol therapy. He Mm -hmm. said he's already started that. So I know that's kind of like the, hey, he's trying to turn around his life and blah, 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 and this is the setup for him to probably get four games and then be ready. Now that Cleveland backfield, hmm, you're gonna have Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb, and Kareem Hunt. It's a lot. 
and I think possibly Duke Johnson, but then Duke Johnson can end up being the player that's traded. Mm-hmm. I mean, we saw that with uh, who was the guy that was traded last year? Uh, Carlos Hyde. Yep. Remember Carlos Hyde signed with the Browns, but after Nick Chubb played so well, they were just like, hey, we get we get Carlos Hyde out of here. <laughs> and Carlos Hyde played at Ohio State. So he was a local kid. And they, they were just like, that. yeah, this guy Nick Chubb is pretty good. So I think Duke Johnson's going to be out of there somehow. And yeah, so Kareem Hunt is with the Browns. He'll definitely play next year. And I'm letting you all know right now. Still Jeremy's Browns. Yeah, they're my Browns. Uh, I'm telling you all right now. Yeah, there's going to be uproar. As soon as that man scores a touchdown, no one's going to care. And he, he should score a decent amount of them. <laughs> Look at look at Joe Mixon. No one talks about Joe Mixon anymore. This yeah. is year two. I mean, that's how that's how it goes. Joe Mixon had a and he had a, a very a very good year, if I remember correctly. Year year two. No one gives a damn about what's happening Mm-mm. right now. Moving now to the NBA. James Harden. How many consecutive uh, games scoring over 30 points? I no, I've lost. It's now 30. It's a billion and a half. He tied uh, Wilt Chamberlain's second best <laughs> streak. Streak of it's 30. Not the, it's not the 10,000 game streak. <laughs> Yo, the more and more we, we hear things about how these current players are like tying or breaking Wilt Chamberlain's records. I think people really need to address where they put Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt Chamberlain is ridiculous. Remember, I got a lot of heat for putting him fourth. I mean... All time. Wilt Chamberlain is very good. I got a lot of heat for that. Just just, just remember that. Like, Wilt Chamberlain is good. These, One of the best... Sec, second best center to ever do it. I, get, I don't know. That's, look, it's, that's a tough one. In my opinion, and this is my opinion... There are only three players where I say, if someone were to say they were the greatest player of all time or the GOAT, I will not argue them. Michael Jordan, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Will Chamberlain. That's it. Anyone else you try to say is the greatest player of all time, I'm going to argue it with you. LeBron's getting there. He'll never be the greatest player of all time right now at the rate that he's going. Jeremy's about to get some hate mail. At the moment. Jeremy's about to get some hate mail. Shout out to LJ. He's going to definitely slide in my DMs. Yeah. Actually, not going to slide. He's going to jump He's feet. going to barge into my DMs <laughs> like uh, like the feds do for, for, for someone. But anyway. Exactly. <laughs> Back to James Harden. He, he's Crazy con- streak. Continuing his streak of 30 plus points per game. And then we have... Russell Westbrook. Triple double. Triple double. Did he have his twelfth consecutive yesterday? I think so, yeah. He definitely had it yesterday. I yeah. don't know if it was twelfth or eleven. It was either eleven or twelve. They unfortunately lost to the Pelicans. With no Anthony Davis, by the way. Who played only fifteen minutes. Got hurt. I just I made air quotes while I said it. He did. No, no, but for real, you watched the game? I didn't watch it. I didn't see the game, but like they, allegedly he did like so that's he, why the dude got hurt, like fired. Cause he Anthony Davis like left the arena after the injury. We'll talk about that coming up soon. <laughs> Some other breaking news today. Da-na-na. Da-na-na. But uh, yes, yeah, so Russell Westbrook and the Thunder unfortunately lost to the Pelicans. I mean, Paul George played well though. 
they said what's the dude was clamps uh drew holiday Oh, he, they said he was playing very good defense last night. I didn't see. I, I didn't. I didn't I, see it either. I didn't see it either. It was Valentine's Day, you know. You know, I had to be with the wifey. Got some free food from Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, I ain't gonna tell you all my secret though. <laughs> but I got free food from the Cheesecake Factory, entree and desserts. Ten dollar slices of cheesecake. Now that's a problem. That's look. That's what honestly. If we have a clown of a president, that's what type of issues he needs to be tackling. <laughs> like, uh, he's just wasting his clowndom. <laughs> Make cheesecake great again. Yo, something. <laughs> uh, there's a, you, you you follow uh, Oxtail God on uh I do not. But on that Twitter? Like somebody that I would like to he's follow. A, he's a Canadian dude. He's like a uh, podcaster. He's kind Oxtail of Oxtail God. He's verified on Twitter. Uh, Oxtail God. Uh, he, he has a slogan: "Make Oxtail cheap again." Hey, I look. I can get behind that also. <laughs> Anyways, we've gone from basketball to cheesecake to oxtail back to basketball. That's how it goes sometimes. <laughs> Those things kind of are like hand in hand. <laughs> back to basketball, though. So yeah. Um, Russell Westbrook and James Harden are having this great streak that they have right now. Anthony Davis hasn't been playing much, even before last yeah, night's he game. Like Twenty-two he was, minutes or something. Yeah, we know. Obviously, you're holding him out. Okay, so he wasn't traded before the trade deadline. Was not traded. He's here for this season. Yeah. As an organization, oh. should he be playing? As the Pelicans, you're 100 percent trading him this offseason. Okay, but should he are be playing? You, no, are you? If is is this also like an assumption that I can make? Yes, you're trading him this year. Absolutely, this not. he should not be playing. Okay, there's no way I will play him now. The NFL, I mean, the, not the NFL, the NBA actually sent a memo to the Pelicans. It was like, hey, if you're not going to play Anthony Davis, you will be fined $50,000 per game that you just hold him out without an injury. Because that was one of the things that they were just going to not have him show up. So then he eventually showed up, played last Friday night against mm-hmm. the, it was the Timberwolves, but didn't play much that game. And then we had this game last night where the 15 minutes, like you said, with the mock injury. Look, as a fan, oh, I'm I'll, tight. I'll tell okay. you this. I am tight. If I had season tickets, like if I go to the Pelican games pretty like frequently, and I had – and the fans honestly coming into the season should have had high hopes. And at the beginning of the season should have had high hopes. Mm-hmm. And like the way that their season has like just spiraled into just nothing – it's done before the All-Star break. Like it's been done for two weeks. Yeah, I – and this is something I read an article earlier this week from either SB Nation or Deadspin. Mm-hmm. They pretty much were like, look, the Pelicans fans need to just know the truth. Like, stop hiding behind sources, stop hiding behind press conferences, and just tell them what the plan is. And in the article, they spoke about how most of the season ticket holders and they have 10,000 season ticket holders that's a lot that's a lot they said uh or when it comes to season ticket 
the quantity or the units mm-hmm. of season tickets, it's like 10,000. Okay. So the amount of holders, I don't know. But they're saying that is actually pretty high when you compare it to other NBA teams. No, I believe it. And they also said most of the people who have season tickets are not corporate season tickets. It's, like it's actually people. fans. Yeah. And they said it's kind of depressing to them now that, you know what, we're spending this money. Let's be real. We live in Louisiana. You could be doing anything else. <laughs> and it's crawfish boil. Not only that, you know, wages aren't that high, no matter what you do. Like, obviously, if you own a business, you make your own money. Mm. You know, you're a lawyer, you're a doctor, you'll make money. But, like, the average jobs, cost of living is cheap, lower than other places. And they were saying that because of this, you have people spending a lot of money. And now your best player just, okay, he doesn't want to be there. Okay, whatever. But now he's just not playing. That rubbed them the the wrong way. Also... Did the Pelicans come here yet to Washington? I don't know. But if they if they didn't, I don't I don't think they have. But that is a game that let's say I want to go like two dollar game is yeah on StubHub. You're right. Yeah. It's one of those two dollar games. Is Anthony Davis gonna play? No, nah, he definitely not. What road trip? Get out of here. So yeah, There's that's no way. that's the frustrating part about all of this. It's like yo like okay he is one of the best players in the game and we as fans are getting cheated out of it because of business purposes and yes the NBA is a business but it's just it's weird and that's why I also question Anthony Davis on this like what do you mean? at some point you'd be like look I'm a basketball player let me play because it seems like he is complicit in this. That's what it seems like mm. from the outside looking in. That he's just like, all right, well, I ain't playing and I don't want to be here anyway. I- I'm just going to sit back and watch this. Mm. To me, it's almost like the competitor in you is like, should just be like, no, nah, I just want to play ball. And whatever happens, happens. Oh, no. But what happens if he gets hurt? What if he tears his ACL? You're right. And that's why the NFL players ain't trying to do it. But, or... I mean, but that's the NFL players don't want to do that for like the Pro Bowl. True. Like these are regular season I games mean, but the, the, that you get paid for. But you know that they're not about it. Like he's out of there, and like once the season ends, like they're gonna start. Like they've already started shopping him. And it's just, it's just, it's just ugly. All oh, it's the way a terrible around. situation. And now today, General Manager Dell Demps was fired. Out of there. And to be honest, I feel bad for him. Because he may be the general manager, but many people do not know this. He still has to answer to someone above him that is not even the owner. And that is Mickey Loomis. And Mickey Loomis is the general manager of the New Orleans Saints, which is the NFL team. So you have an NFL guy running his NFL team and an NBA team. Of course, things are going to be overlooked. Here's another thing a lot of people do not know. The medical staff for the Pelicans was fired by the Saints and then just replaced and moved over to the Pelicans. And we're talking about Anthony Davis, who's always in and out. Constantly injured. Of the lineup. And not just him. Other guys. Drew Holiday for a while was in and out of the lineup. Alfred Payton. Maybe these doctors or the medical staff just isn't good. It was the same thing in Philly when Embiid got there. So you have that situation. So you have a football guy running the basketball operations. 
This happened with the Browns also. Remember the Browns hired uh, an organization that was known for baseball? Mm-hmm. The Moneyball people, right? Yeah. And they went 1-32. and 32. Yep. 1-31, sorry. It's not the same game. Now they have uh, John Dorsey and obviously Baker Mayfield and Nick other guys. But they, but they won, what, seven games this year? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you got to get basketball people in there. But, yeah, Dell Demps took the fall. He's out of there. And just a week after the trade deadline. So, man, oh, man, other NBA news. Let me bring up the rundown real quick. <coughs> Jeremy almost went down. I've been holding that cough for Jeremy a long time. Jeremy almost went down. <laughs> almost went down for the cow. Yeah, we got to call. We got to call somebody. Let me. Uh, your Los Angeles Lakers. Trash. <laughs> you want to talk about them? Trash. <laughs> you want? We, we don't need to talk about them until Big Lonzo gets back. <laughs> That's true. That is the tr- defensive powerhouse. That is true. Uh, where do you want to start? We okay. Last week. Okay, last week. When we recorded, we recorded right after the trade deadline. Yeah. Going into that game, or that night, the Lakers were going up against the Boston Celtics. Lakers win in what, dramatic, fashion. dramatic fashion. Rondo hits a game-winning shot. Mm-hmm. Brandon Ingram, Ingram plays well. Mm-hmm. Kyle Kuzma plays well. LeBron is LeBron James. Rajon Rondo hits the game-winner. Jump shot also. That's Very true. Strange. Then on Sunday, they're playing against the Sixers. By the way, this is during the Grammys road trip, which mm-hmm. is still going on, I think. Yeah, well, technically, it's all-star break right now. But they're playing against the Sixers. Game is close. Luke Walton takes out Kuzma, Ingram, and LeBron. Game gets out of hand. LeBron and Kuzma and Ingram get back into the game. They're down by 20 points in the fourth quarter. Game over. Then against the Hawks. Oh, blowout. Or no, they, it's not a blowout. They lose against the Hawks in Atlanta. They're supposed, to beat them. They're supposed to beat the Hawks, no matter what. LeBron doesn't really play well, per se. Wasn't a LeBron standard game. Not only that, the rest of the team also didn't play well. There's rumors about Luke Walton possibly getting fired. Talking about the same recycled names of Tyron Lue. And Jason Kidd and other like, guys like this. Why can't they just get somebody new? It's because it's the middle of the season. Honestly, I don't think any of those guys will come in the middle season. I think they'll probably have just get an interim and then one of those no, guys. I don't, I don't want any of those guys. Give me step. Brad Stevens. Give me somebody like that. You want to trade? Huh? You want to nah, trade? No, 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 no. Not for anybody that they would want, unless it's Josh Hart. Yeah, because remember Doc Rivers was traded from the from the Celtics too. For who? It was somebody. It was a pick, right? It was a pick. It yeah. was like a first round draft pick. Oh, right first there. round draft pick for Brad Stevens. Let's do it. Let's do two. <laughs> Let's do two. <laughs> you sound like Ernie Banks out here from the uh, from the Chicago Cubs. Let's play two. Uh, no, Let's yeah. do two. That would be fun. Uh, but yeah, so your Lakers—they're not doing too well. Lonzo Ball Trash. still out of the lineup. Lavar Ball. Blamed all this on Luke Walton, saying he's not a good coach. He blamed it on him in the summertime too. If they fire Luke Walton, then it, it, like Levar becomes another a prophet again. Perfect. You got. We got to give credit to Levar Ball. He's been right about a lot of things. Um, the one a lot of people harp on the things that he's wrong about. Yeah. Like about Jello and and Leangelo. He still might be good. The young one. 
Leangelo is gonna make the NBA. He will. Jello is the one who just he's not he's not that good. He can and play overseas. He can play well. Yeah, but he also as long as he's not near any was it Gucci, <laughs> Gucci and yeah. <laughs> Can't, can't can't go there anymore. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, your Lakers aren't aren't doing too well. It's right rough, now. man. They're not doing too well. Didn't do any good. They traded away Zubac. Like I was just heartbroken about that for nothing. Popcorn machine <laughs> for nothing. The, the nicest popcorn machine. They got they traded him after he was in talks for going for Anthony Davis, and they were like, "Well, we gotta get rid of." <laughs> We gotta make a move. They did that so they could bring if they if they did that so they could bring Carmelo Anthony in there. I will never forgive them. Mm-hmm. I will never forgive Magic there's Johnson. Rumors, for that. There are rumors that Carmelo's oh still gosh. out there. Still rumors about that. Like they didn't go get Markeith Morris. They didn't try to get That's Enos Canner, who would have been a perfect center for the Lakers. They just need a big rebounding center. They didn't do any of that. And if they get Carmelo Anthony to try to go to the playoffs this year, like what's the I don't. Magic Johnson, he really honestly has to have a great summer or he really should fire himself. <laughs> so uh, you mentioned Ennis Cantor. He signed with the Trailblazers. Markeith Morris signed with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, so, yeah, those are some big acquisitions for both those teams. Let's move on to our NBA power ranking from 5 to 1, Matt. Go ahead. 5, I have, click this button. At number 5, I have the Toronto Raptors. Number four, I have the Denver Nuggets. Number three, I have the Thunder. Number two, I have the Bucks. And number one, the Golden State Warriors. Mm. Your list is actually having me rethink mine, but I'm just going to give you my list right now. Philly, 76ers at number five. Milwaukee Bucks at number four. I'm sorry, Boston at number four. Milwaukee Bucks, number three. Toronto, number two. Golden State Warriors, number one. That That's my top five. All right. It's All-Star Weekend in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, quickly, I guess, go through. Can I talk about the, the three-point contest and dunk contest? We could talk about it real quick. All-Star Weekend. We have the U.S. versus the world, which is basically the rookie-sophomore game. And then they split it up and have the U.S.-born players going up against the foreign players, uh, overseas players. Let me get this lineup real quick. I think the U.S. team is about to run it up on them. I think so, just from some of the names that are that are on here. I, I think they're going to definitely run it up. Like, the world got Ben Simmons and Luka, but... I don't know after that. Buddy healed. So here's the team. Team USA is Jared Allen, Marvin Bagley III, Lonzo's injured, obviously, but John Collins, De'Aaron Fox, Jaron Jackson Jr., Kevin Knox, who, by the way, banged on Ben Simmons. Crazy. Ben Simmons got back-to-back nights. He got banged on Jason Tatum the night before, and now... Doesn't matter. (laughs) Kevin Knox, Kyle Kuzma, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum. That's a good U.S. team. Team World is OG Ananobi, DeAndre Ayton, Bogman Bogdanovich, Luka Doncic, Shea Gilgis Alexander, Roy Donis, I don't even know who that is. Lori Markinen, Joshua Koji, C.D. Osman, Ben Simmons. Yeah, Team USA should definitely run it up. Definitely win this one. Uh, real quick, the celebrity game, which is tonight. Uh-huh. You want to hear some of the uh, some of the uh, players? Who's in it? 
We have, or I'm gonna just go notable player, notable people. Terrence J. He's always, he's always in there. Famous Los. Okay, that'll be cool. Doctor Oz. Okay. JB Smooth. Right. Smooth. Sorry. Then uh, what's his name? Steve Smith, the receiver. A little guy. Yeah. Oh. Asia Will. Asia. He might Will- throw it down on somebody. Asia Wilson, who was uh, who is in the WNBA. Mm-hmm. Jay Williams. The Chicago one. Yeah, that played oh. with the Duke. Okay. Might uh, throw it down on somebody. Ronnie Two K. Do you know who that is? Uh, I know. He's like, like the Two K dude. Yeah. Uh, Ray Allen. Okay. Bad Bunny. That's you're, you're happy about that. Hassan Minaj. Is it Minaj? Oh. The okay. actor comedian. Okay, I think is I it Hassan Minaj. Is that how you pronounce his name? I, I, I'm not I think sure. so. Quavo. Amanda okay. Seals. Those are just the notable, notable celebrity. Game. Brian McKnight ain't playing? Is that a serious? You asking? Good yeah. old, no, Brian McKnight can ball. That's why I asked. He can ball, but let me look. Maybe maybe I passed his name. Nah, he's not. That's a shame. <laughs> Brian McKnight, I, have you seen him actually play? Yes. Like, Brian McKnight is filthy. I saw him play in person. Brian McKnight is filthy. Him and Bill Bellamy, Bill Bellamy were going at that it. That makes sense, too. When All-Star Game was here in Washington. At the, cause I they went used to, the to do Rock and Jock. Yeah. All right. Skills Challenge. Go through some of the participants for the skills challenge. Mike Conley, Luka Doncic, De'Aaron Fox, Nikolo Jokic, Kyle Kuzma, Jason Tatum, Nikolo, Nikola Vujicic, and Trey Young. Who do you think is going to win? Um, De'Aaron Fox. Uh, that's what I was going with. I'm, I'm going with De'Aaron Fox on this. I think his speed and Super he's, fast. he can pass. Yeah. And the speed and... And he could, he's an okay shooter. And he's, I mean, these are just spot up shots you got to take. Mm-hmm. The speed is where I think he's going to take over. He'll be able to um, zoom past everybody. Uh, yep, yep, yep. The three point shootout. There we go. Three point shootout is becoming one of the events that's like the, the it's event. Good. It's good. There's uh, so many three point shooters that are good in the NBA right now. And not only that. Because the All Star Games have been bad up until last year, mm. this really was like the, the event highlight. everyone was looking for. We have Devin Booker, Seth Curry, Steph Curry, Danny Green, Joe Harris, Buddy Heald, Damon Damian Lillard, Chris Middleton, Dirk Nowitzki, Kemba Walker. Who do you think's winning the three point shootout? Uh, Buddy Heald. Mmm. So. I, I'm going with Curry. Sacramento's going to have a good all-star weekend. I'm going with Curry because you just can't really go up against Curry. Which one? Oh, true. I'm going with Steph. But if I have to choose a dark horse, I'm going with Damian Lillard. I feel like he's really going to try and prove. Damian Lillard said that he that, that he would be so upset if he like if Steph uh, Seth went further in the three point because they put on the same team. Yeah. And Damian Lillard said, "Oh, I'm coming for you all in your hometown because they lived in From Charlotte Sh- yeah. for a while." He said, "I'm coming for you all in your hometown." He's not about to do it. I heard he about um, to choke in a pl- uh, <laughs> second uh, round. Steph, oh. <laughs> now that's funny. <laughs> I was about to say because Damian Lillard don't choke, but <laughs> all right. The slam dunk contest. This is going to be a snoozer. Snoozer. Dennis Smith Jr., Miles Bridges, Hamadou Diallo, and John Collins. Oh, never mind, never mind, never mind. This might be okay. Who do you think is going to win this one? Uh, Hamadou Diallo should win. I'm going with Dennis Smith Jr. 
He's just gonna look crazy. Also, but it's, it's gonna be one. It's not a who's the tall dude? John Collins. No way he can win. Okay, so I heard on NBA radio uh-huh. this week. They said if John Collins can get the prop that he has to Charlotte in time for the slam dunk contest, he should win. What could he possibly have? That's, that's what we don't There's know. There's nothing. That's what we don't know. Jeremy, there's nothing in the world that you need to dunk like that you cannot get to Charlotte. They're saying if he can get it there. There's no way to Charlotte should be in, in time. Also, Similar Unless it's thing, like being built, I guess, maybe. Similar thing they were saying about Dennis Smith Jr. They were like, yo, what he has. Uh, Amino, They're just talking. They're Amino just talking. Hassan said he saw one of his dunks already. He was like, if he throws that down during the slam dunk contest, he should win. So, yeah, I'm going with Dennis Smith Jr. You're going with, uh, you said Hamadou Diallo? Yep. All right. And then, of course, the All-Star game. I must say, last year's All-Star game was really good. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch it live. Because I was like, yo, the last few years I've been pretty bad. But it was pretty good. And then now we, uh, this is the second year of the draft. Mm-hmm. And the draft was actually televised. The last pick was actually Bradley Beal. We did, we both got it wrong. Last pick was actually Bradley, Bradley Beal. Beal I guess. Um, but who, who do you think is going to win? Um, team LeBron or Team Giannis? Do do I need to actually say who's on the teams? Or do you, are you, do you already know? I, let's, let's run them down real quick. Alright, team, let me see if I can find a, an actual, let me see if I can find this really quickly, oh, team rosters, here we go, team LeBron is Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Kawhi Leonard, James Harden, of course, LeBron, those are the starters, uh, and then he drafted Anthony Davis, Clay Thompson, Damian Lillard, Russell Westbrook, LaMarcus Aldridge, Carl Anthony Towns, Bradley Beal. They then traded, he then traded Russell Westbrook, or not, he, well, it might have been LeBron. He drafted uh, Ben Simmons. He traded. He traded Westbrook for for Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. So Ben Simmons is now on Team LeBron. But Team Giannis is Steph Curry, Joel Embiid, Paul George, Kemba Walker, Chris Middleton, Nikola Jokic. Of course, um, Blake Griffin. He now has Russell Westbrook, D'Angelo Russell. Nikolo Jokic, uh, Vujacic, sorry, and Kyle Lowry. Oh, uh, Team LeBron has Dwayne Wade. Team Giannis has Dirk Nowitzki. So, yeah. Who do you think is going to win that game? Team LeBron. Yeah, I'm going with Team LeBron. Notice Team LeBron has all the players who are up for free, free agency, agency or may get traded next year. I love it. I love it. So, yeah, that is All-Star Weekend. I uh, Yep. That's what we think. Team LeBron's going to end up winning the All-Star game. Moving now to our Chump and Champ of the Week. Every week we celebrate those who do well and we criticize those who do not. Starting with you, Matt. Who is your Champ of the Week? Uh, my Champ of the Week is David Stern. Baby, want a champ. Forgot my sound effect. I know. You saw me stop. <laughs> That's... uh. Did you hear his comments that he made? 
Yeah, I, I thought, uh, did. Colin Kaepernick would still have a job if he was in the NBA. Okay, so he said Colin Kaepernick will still have a job if they suspended him. That was the that was what he said. Oh, okay. And then he he continued his point. But go ahead. But you, yeah, no, nah, like that type of like I don't want to say like protest. If it had happened in the NBA, would have I feel like been received much more differently. Ah. Uh-huh. And you know I. David, minus that whole Chris Paul thing, David Stern has always been a great commissioner. So, uh, and I read the article and I heard the clip. He said, "Yeah, if, if the NFL had just suspended him, he would still be playing because he. This is his logic mm-hmm. that Kaepernick would then stop protesting, and then he'll be playing." Yeah, he said, but the NFL made a big deal about it, and then now he's not playing. Now, one thing. David Stern is being short-sighted about mm. is he didn't talk about Abdul uh, oh, Raouf. Yeah. He definitely got blackballed. He got suspended a game. He decided he's not going to protest the national anthem. He came back. He was the leading scorer for the Denver Nuggets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were bad, but leading scorer of the Denver, Nug- uh, Denver Nuggets. Very next year was off the team, and within a year and a half was out of the league because of, of that. that. So, yes, that's something he did not bring up. Mm. But definitely happened. I must say... That is something the NBA players have conceded. They say, look, you, you're making a stand for the national anthem, but we're getting so many other concessions like, hey, we can actually wear rest in peace Trayvon Martin t-shirts. We can actually wear uh, can't, can't, can't breathe shirts. Mm-hmm. We can wear shirts honoring Eric, uh, we say Eric Garner, Garner um, Tamir Rice. Tamir Rice. The endless names. We can do this during around. NBA games. We can wear our jerseys inside out as protest during warm-up. We can even say, hey, we're not going to play a playoff game because of our racist owner. Cannot, both teams. Cannot do that in NFL. Both teams said they were not going to play that day if Donald Sterling was still there. So, yeah. That's something they conceded because they were just like, all right, well, we got to stand for the national anthem, but we're going to get everything else we want. I didn't mean to take much of your time on that, but yeah. My champ of the week goes to the Duke Blue Devils. Baby, want Crazy comeback. They came back from a 25-point deficit in the second half to defeat Louisville on the road behind R.J. Barrett, Cam Reddish, and Zion Williamson. They're my champ of the week. Who is your chump of the week? Chump of the week is uh, Denver Broncos. Because you're a like, they just saw uh, three, four years of the Joe Flacco exper- experiment. How poorly it went after that historic beating that he put on the Denver Broncos in that playoff run. They, I think that they made enough, like, John Elway has had a very tough time picking quarterbacks. And I think it is going to continue with this Joe Flacco shenanigans. He does not know how to how to how to scout mm-hmm. process mm-hmm. <laughs> scout. Uh, he just looks at the you know how you go on like a, a website and you sort by whatever. He just sorts by tallest. <laughs> After that, he's good. You know, just pick anyone. My chump of the week goes to the Louisville uh, Cardinals. Because you're a chump. You had a 25 point lead at home against the Duke Blue Devils. You need to win that game. That's all. 
I know other teams have lost games like that at home. I was at a basketball game like that. Maryland up by 10 points against Duke with one minute left and lost the game. I understand. But yeah, this week you are my chump of the week. All right, let's move on now to our sports free zone. The government will not be shut down. Remember, this was the deadline for Congress and the and you know Agent Orange. <laughs> Don't be rude. To uh, come up with their agreement for the fiscal budget for this year, mm-hmm. uh, the budget is signed, so there's no government shutdown. However, Donald Trump is going to try and invoke the national security emergency. Mm-hmm. Power that he has to get his border wall. By the way, the bipartisan agreement on the budget still has money for border protection. I mean, of course. That's going to, you know... And even the bill actually is calling for, like, strengthening the border with actual physical barriers. But it's not going to be a east to west or west to east of the Mexican border all the way a, a continuous one so that that's one thing but he you know Donald Trump is going to try and do his thing and he's going to try and get it through his emergency power and of course he's going to go through the legal system so yeah but the big news is government shutdown averted now let's move on to the Grammys. Did you watch the Grammys on Sunday? Uh, I only saw Travis Scott's performance. Was it good? Terrible. Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> he can't perform unless it's like at a, a like a Travis Scott concert. Ah, uh-huh. like can't. if he doesn't have like full whatever he wants to have his whole crazy stage set up, it just looks kind of whack. Yeah, he was terrible at the Super Bowl. We all know that. That's what I'm and saying. Then, and then yeah, it's. Whew. Um, I did not watch it because I have Sling as my TV provider, and CBS is not one of the networks you can see on Sling. CBS and ABC, they do not allow streaming of their live programming, except I think ABC is on YouTube TV. Mm-hmm. CBS may be on YouTube TV, but I, if they are, that is the only, like, that is the only streaming one that we that they have but anyways just want to go through some of the notable winners uh for record of the year this is america by childish gambino okay yep yep he won that one cardi b uh she won best rap album i mean that makes sense mm-hmm. i mean i'm glad she won uh i won't i wouldn't have been upset though if Kendrick Lamar won for the Black Panther album because that was a very good one. It was good. Uh, also, I wouldn't have been upset if Travis Scott won for uh, for um, Astro World. Oh no! But I would have been like, "Yo, Scorpion." If Scorpion oh, no, won, I'd have no been like, "Yo, what's going on?" It's no possible. But way. Drake won for best single. Single was it? What's the? Uh, is it best? See, I get confused. I think it was the best song. Song, uh, no. Childish Gambino got it for This Is America again. I think it was probably best rap song was God's Plan. Uh, But the Grammy album of the year went to 
somebody I don't even not album of the yeah album of the year went to Casey Musgraves for Golden Hour. It's country music. I understand it's country music. It probably is good. I'm not gonna sit here and say it's trash, but she ended up winning uh, the album of the year. I don't knock like that Cardi though. Best new artist was Dua Lipa. No, uh, I don't know who that is. But honestly, I don't really know much of these. There's Jorga Smith, BB Rexa, Margot Price, her, Greta Van Fleet, Luke Combs, and Chloe and Holly. I don't know much of those people. Lady Gaga won Best Pop Solo Performance for Joanne. Okay. And then Best Pop Duo was Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper for Shallow. But yeah, now... What what just name a category? I'll check something for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll no check idea. rap. We like let, rap. Let's see, let's see. tell me some categories I care about, Jeremy. There actually was a tie for best rap performance. What was it between uh, King's Dead and Bubbling from uh, King's Dead is Kendrick Lamar, J Rock, Future, Anderson James Park. Blake, and then Bubbling is Anderson Park. Best rap slash sung performance was This Is America Childish Gambino makes sense best rap song was God's Plan and uh, apparently I didn't watch it but Drake was cut off he started talk, he started he tried to be too real yeah he was I guess trashing the, the Grammy kind committee of, yeah um, I guess yeah so he basically tried to tell people hey I know I won but it really don't matter if you win this. If people are rocking your stuff, they rocking your stuff. Yeah. But anyways, so uh, yeah, so that is the Grammys selections. Now, what is something that I guess? What is what is, what is something you were looking forward to going into Grammys? What is Mm-mm. one thing that you were looking forward to? For the Grammys. For the Grammys, I'm not a big like Grammys dude. I thought the uh, I wanted to see Travis Scott's performance, but that was mostly it because you know how Travis Scott performs on things like this. Uh huh. It's just not it's not the best. Other news outside of sports for our sports free zone. Amazon will not be having. Remember, Amazon has the Crystal City. Well, they're not going to New York. Oh. Okay. Because the residents in that area that they were trying to put the Amazon headquarters, those residents were like, hold on. So you're coming to our area. You're giving us quote unquote jobs, but the jobs were not going to be really high paying jobs for the residents of the area. Mm-hmm. Most of the high paying jobs were going to be people, that they brought people who are already in yeah. Am- uh, Amazon. Not only that. Amazon was going to pay zero in taxes. Oh, no. Which means all that business that's coming through Amazon, Amazon will not be putting that back into schools, roadways, infrastructure, hospitals, everything for None of the, the good stuff for the community. So, yeah. So, the residents were like, no, nah, y'all not coming here. And they protested. They had petitions. And then they also got political help. And so Amazon decided, you know, we're not going there. It still looks like they're coming to Crystal City. Looking at what's happening now, or for those that don't know, Crystal City is in Arlington, Virginia, which is down the street from us. What are they going to do for us here? More traffic. But, but cause more traffic and, I mean, and cause cost of living to increase even more. I mean, that's all that they're going to do. 
so yeah so man man oh man i want to move on to this topic real quick though and we'll try and go as quickly as we can but uh monique the comedian was on steve harvey Mm -hmm. and they had i guess you could say a heated discussion it wasn't an a heated discussion i want to play the clip it's about a minute and 23 seconds of the clip from the steve harvey show but take a listen to what happened during that clip listen to me we fighting two wars here what war we, there's two wars it's what your issue is and it's what the perception of the issue is and the narrative has changed See, i'm hearing what you're no, saying no. baby and i agree with it when the narrative changes but if all of y'all said this is the only issue i have with it baby when all of y'all said privately to include oprah all of y'all said privately we, I've done nothing wrong. When you tell the truth, you have to deal with the repercussions of the truth. We black out here. We can't come out here and do it any kind of way we want to. Let me, Listen oh, to me. Your husband yes. can't be the Sydney that he really is out here. Let me tell you They're something. Not fit, that flexing, Let me we got to flex a different way. We Let out me. here in a game. This the money game. This ain't the black man's game. This ain't the white man's game. It's this the is money the money game. game. But I, we in the money something. game. And We're you cannot sacrifice game. yourself. The we best are. thing you can do for this poor people is not be brother. one of them. You cannot We're help them. We're in the money game. But let me tell you what the game is before the money game. Like before the money game, it's called the integrity game. And we've lost the integrity worrying about the money. But Mo, and wait a minute. If wait I minute. crumble, if you my crumble. children crumble, my grandchildren crumble. I cannot, for the sake of my integrity, stand up here and let everybody that's counting on me crumble so I can make a statement. There are ways to win the war in a different way. So, that was on the Steve Harvey Show. As many of you all know, Monique wanted many people to protest or boycott Netflix because Netflix was only offering her $500,000 for a comedy special. That was several months ago. She ended up getting a lot of backlash because a lot of people were kind of like, nah, we still bought the rock with Netflix, we're still going to use it. And then she did her media circuit. Now this is several months later. She's on the Steve Harvey show. And I've, I guess the, the conversation got to this. I'll be honest, I only watched this minute and changed clip. But I'm going to ask you this, Matt, and I'm going to ask you and, and, and others out there. Do both of them have a point in this discussion? Yeah, this is not like a Steve Harvey's right, Monique is wrong thing. I don't think it's. I mean, they're both right, but it like sucks. You know what I'm saying? They're just talking about the it sucking in different ways. Uh huh. Like Steve Harvey's, you know, not trying to mess it up for like the future, like his kids or whatever, and Monique is trying to like work on getting it better i guess but uh-huh. working on getting it better means you know some people are gonna mess you over just because you can't like the 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 the, the ideal situation from monique bringing like light to this topic would have been everyone stop going on netflix for a while uh-huh that was that was the ideal for her like perfect that's what you that's the dream scenario and then and then netflix says hey we've been, we're wrong and we're gonna actually have Monique and not only have Monique we're going to actually pay her more and what she deserve what she deems is valuable for her correct exactly that doesn't happen though like best when does best case scenario happen <laughs> like very rarely <laughs> like she's definitely experiencing the 
a less good scenario. I think she got the worst case scenario because more people were just kind of like, like, honestly, I wasn't stopping watching Netflix because of her situation. How are you going to stop? Like, who's going to stop using the internet to watch TV? Not only, not only that. Netflix is just too big now. Not only that. Okay. Monique believes she was being underpaid, especially when she compared herself to, and she did. This is not me making stuff out of, out of the air. She compared herself to Dave, Dave Chappelle. Chris Rock, who had recently and, gotten Netflix and, deals, yeah, and Jerry Seinfeld, who have both got tw- who all three of them got like twenty million for their for mm-hmm. their specials. Yeah, uh, she then also, of course, spoke about a- Amy Schumer, mm-hmm. who I think got ten million for her Something thing. Like that, yeah. And so I'll say this: Look, y- this is going to be controversial. I know people are going to they're going to say whatever, but I don't care. Okay, you weren't getting paid what Amy Schumer was getting paid, and you you wanted more. But what you're not going to do is ask me to boycott something because you turned down five hundred thousand dollars. Like this isn't this isn't a and, and this was brought up a lot during the time people were talking about like Rosa Parks and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Rosa Parks wasn't the only person that was told to go to the back of the bus. Mm. It was blacks. Everybody. And, or everyone else that was not white was told to get to the back of the bus. Monique, you were giving or you were proposed $500,000. I'm sorry. That's something I will never have in my lifetime. And you turned it down thinking you wanted more and then wanted me to say, oh yeah, I'm not watching I'm not using Netflix because someone turned down $500,000. So that's where Monique and I were kind of like on different pages. Now, this is where I agree with her. For her, it was an integrity issue. She wasn't going to sell herself and basically say, hey, I'm going to, I'm whatever, then I'm just going to do it and blah, blah, blah. So, on the issue when it comes to that clip that we played earlier, mm-hmm. I'm on the side with her where it's like, okay, you felt this was something you wanted to fight for. Cool. But I'm also with Steve like you, where it's like, hey, Steve is just telling you the bitter truth. Like, hey, this is what we got to do as black people. I mean, like if Steve Harvey would have said the same thing, you don't think they'd have taken his shows away? <laughs> yeah. Like, if Steve Harvey got an offer from, like, Netflix to do a comedy special, this would never happen to Steve Harvey because he has a bigger audience. Something that, like, could also be talked about, too. Like, a lot of people listen to the Steve Harvey show. Like That's true. A broad, this is a daytime talk show. Or he has like a, a daytime major, talk show. He has a syndicated network. radio show. All over the place. Podcast, and I then, assume. And then he has, like, that talent show also. He's on the TV all the time. Uh, so, yeah. Big audience. If Steve Harvey got offered five hundred thousand dollars from Netflix, like it, it would be. I think it would be a little bit different of an outcome just because the amount of people. Like I before this Monique thing happened, like I, I had not heard of Monique from a long time. Like, and see, that was another thing with me. I was kind of like, okay, you might have been disrespected. And let's just say you were. Let's just say for the sake of the conversation, you were disrespected with mm, a five hundred thousand um, dollar, you know, s- salary for this. Mm-hmm. 
let's say you were disrespected. At the same time, it was like, what were you relevant for because of you? Yeah. Like she's been in movies, yeah. But it, like for example, Precious. She was in that. that and was, I heard she was good. I never watched Precious. When, I heard she was good. When did Precious come out? A long time ago. That's what I'm saying. But also, I also heard she was great. They did a that movie supposed to be amazing. I heard she was great, but I also heard. And someone may be able to correct me. Precious was really made by the made the main character. Like also, if someone else also had heard that too, also if someone else was in the role of where Monique was in. The, the movie, movie still, still would have been, been good. good. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's where... And that's what rubbed me the wrong way with Monique. It was like, yo, okay, yeah. Like, they gave you only $500,000, but you want me to boycott because you didn't get paid $500? Like, it wasn't like... And I'm... A, it's kind of different, but I'm going to talk about the Rosa Parks thing again. It's like, you know what? Rosa Parks didn't do it just because she couldn't sit down. No, nobody she, could sit down. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it was like, yo, you didn't take. But anyways, like that—that's where it rubbed me the wrong way, to be honest. But I see both sides. Yeah, no, but, it's a—it's a definitely like she she has some points. But a lot of people are now on this, uh, you know, they're they're canceling uh, Steve Harvey now because of the comments because it came across as, hey, you gotta pretty much if you want the money, you gotta like sell your soul, blah blah blah. See, sell your soul is like that's just. I mean, or you gotta be, you gotta get rid of your integrity, because that was what exactly Monique was saying. So nobody is no, like, correct me if I'm wrong, Jeremy. Nobody gets paid as much as they think they should get paid. (laughs) Like that's a. I think everyone believes they should be paid. Yeah, like she might have some like more backing, but I don't think. Like, what if they would have offered her like seven million dollars? Was she still been mad that she didn't get the ten that Amy Schumer got, mm-hmm. or the twenty that Dave Chappelle got? Did she actually is not like should not be getting that much? Uh huh. But I don't know. It's kind of weird. Like five hundred thousand, I guess, is like ridiculous. But I I don't know her recent like body of work. Um, and that's the thing. I'm not gonna sit here and act like I know everything about her, but the recent body of work was non existent to us. Yeah, like that's it that has to say something. Like when Dave Chappelle does something, you hear about it. And I wish we had known more about the contract. Maybe the contract maybe. I'm gonna throw a scenario out there. This is my scenario. Maybe it is, hey, we're giving you five hundred thousand dollars, but if your your special's a hit, we're gonna give you a second one and that one's gonna be several million dollars. Yeah. yeah, I I have no I, I don't know anything about the contract. All I know is she was very unhappy. She with was this. just yeah. That's all we know. But yeah, now we have the you know this cancel culture, which is also some made up. It's 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 kind of annoying. We can't cancel everything. Ev- everybody messes up. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's weird. It's weird. I think you can make your point and then be like. Alright, the point was made. Like, for example, it's been over a year since the H&M scandal. I'm not going to be mad at a black person who goes to H&M right now. The point was made. They lost money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they lost money. It was known. Stories had to close down. Blah, blah, blah. We know. Yeah. So, at this point in 2019, if I see a black person in H&M, I'm not going to be like, oh my gosh, why, why are you shopping at H&M? Yeah. It's fresh in our minds, but the whole Gucci thing. I yeah. think Gucci's gonna feel that real quick. 
Gucci's gonna feel it. And then, yeah, because eventually, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get something from Gucci eventually. I mean, now I'm not go- now I'm not gonna be like uh, what's his name Floyd Mayweather out here and tap dancing to the Gucci store the next day. <laughs> exactly out here. But eventually, yeah, I might get something from Gucci eventually because the lesson's gonna be learned, or we hope. But if something happens again, then we boycott again. Like to me, it's not a lifetime thing. Uh, there's very few things now. R. Kelly is the one that we probably got to do the lifetime Ooh. one for. Uh, I mean, and, uh, did you hear the new news about that? There can't be anything new. Oh, you didn't. There can't be anything. Wasn't new. part of the rundown, and I know we're we're approaching twenty minutes on this, Cannot but this is this one something new. This is one of the best segments apparently that it's people good. say. It's that good. People that hit me up, they're like, "Yeah, we really like your sports free zone." But anyways, R. Kelly, his former attorney. Who was his or one of his former attorneys mm. during the time when the initial trial in the early 2000s occurred? Yeah, uh, released footage to the authorities Uh-oh. of another. That's not good. That's of, not good. Of another video, where in the video the young girl says she's 14 <laughs> and they engage in sex. Yeah, look, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a wrap, B. It's over. Cut the check. And this, this is done deal for R. Kelly. This is something I spoke to you about when the whole Surviving R. Kelly documentary came out. Uh-huh. And I spoke to you about it, and my wife and I were talking about it. We said R. Kelly's going to fall when his money gets low and he can't pay everyone. Oh, it's over now. I believe this lawyer is no longer getting his money. He's not on tour anymore. He's not on the retainer anymore. R. Kelly missed a couple payments, and now he's like, okay, yeah, I got this evidence. Now, I do believe this lawyer, um, this is the thing. I don't know, and my wife and I were talking about this. We don't know if this evidence was, what we don't know is, is this video the same young girl that was in the video? That, the first one. The first one, or if it's another one. Because as an attorney, mm-hmm. If it was the first one, or no, if it's another young girl, and this attorney found this video and has has the footage, as an attorney, he is legally not obligated to bring it up because he's an attorney. Yeah, and he has that like client attorney privilege to Confidentiality not thing, bring yeah. it up. Now, if this is the same young girl who was in that one, this attorney should be disbarred because of this. You should be disbarred because if it's the same young girl and it's the same—is it believed to be the same one? They haven't said it yet. It really just yesterday. No, in R. Kelly, I feel like it is. It could just be like could just be another one, like a ton of tapes like this just around like Atlanta somewhere. Or Chicago when this yeah. happened, yeah, anywhere or really anywhere, anywhere, because he was flying them all over the place. But anyways, might be out at uh, Ethiopia. Perfect. <laughs> Do you have your passport? <laughs> did you get your shot? Really, did not think that, <laughs> that was a real thing until you showed it to me. <laughs> Uh, I do have a dark humor. That's still funny. No, look, that's, that, still, that's, that's not still like funny. That that the Ethiopia uh, concert. If people can <laughs> watch, uh, what's the thing on Netflix with the serial killer? Oh, Zach okay. Efron is playing it. Oh, hold on. Yeah, what what did he? It's like Ted. Is he Ted Bundy? Or oh, he did. He has one. Okay, so I watched the Ted Bundy tapes. I watched that, but I didn't know Zach. There's Efron. something on Netflix where it's like a. 
Zac Efron's the actual actor? I think so. I believe oh. so. It's somebody that's pretty that's playing him. Okay. And people are talking about how like overly attractive this dude is. Uh-huh. If you can say that a serial killer is overly attractive, you can make these type of jokes. Okay, so so it's, let, let, let me... Let, we're going off topic, but I love it. A little bit. <laughs> uh, I watched the Ted Bundy tapes on Netflix. I Was did. it amazing? It, the production value is great. Okay. But, and I said this from the beginning before, like just talking among friends and family mm. and now after watching this documentary Ted Bundy is the epitome of white privilege oh he was running well this, I haven't seen it the epitome of white privilege I'm gonna t- I'm not gonna say stuff about the documentary because this is like stuff you can just regularly you go on Wikipedia and find this. it's there you know this dude was arrested for attempted kidnapping and murder they then realized, oh, his connection with the previous murders that he had in Washington, the state. Uh-huh. You know, this man was able to escape twice from prison. How? He was in minimum security prison. Oh. He was able to, he escaped the one Walked time. Walked out of the front door. He escaped one time. They got him. They then brought him to a, a prison in Aspen. He escaped again. This is the time where he then made his way from Aspen, Colorado I don't care it was the 70s. Don't give me the excuse of it was the 70s. Security wasn't as... Uh, People had guns and handcuffs. I, w- I don't want to care. Th- I don't care that, oh, the technology didn't wasn't possible where, you know, all these different agencies weren't talking to each other. I don't want to hear that. This man was able to get from Aspen, Colorado to Denver, Colorado on a plane to Chicago to Ann Arbor to into stealing a car to driving it to Atlanta, Georgia to then getting on the bus to Florida to then kill more people. I don't want to hear that. Like it, it's a lot of maneuvers. If you and if you watch a documentary, you'll be surprised how many people say, "Oh, he's so charismatic. He's so handsome. He was able to. He was so smart." No, he wasn't. He was just a white male that that was allowed to do all this stuff. <laughs> Let's be real. But yeah, you should watch it. It's pretty good. I'm gonna check. You, you got to check out the Ice Man Cometh one day. It's a good one. Okay. Serial killer. He's a hitman for the uh, Italian mafia mm-hmm. in New York, New Jersey area. There's mm-hmm. another one on Netflix. I think it's called. I think it's literally called Killers. I think something like that. I like it. I think we've been 25 plus minutes. This is the longest our sports it's season good. has ever it's gone. Good. But hey, we covered a lot. Happens sometimes. Yep, yep. The Jenks also amazing one. By the way, Harold, Robert Dursk. Harold said, "Watch a high flying bird." Also, on high Netflix. flying bird because okay. it's, it's about it's this one's actually like a sports one. You seen the Steve Carell one when he plays the dude from uh, the du- Dupont? Nah, that one is super wild, like very very crazy, and it's a true story. All right, we're gonna have to. Yeah, we're done now. We're done. We're gonna That's have it. to. I'm gonna have to check that. And we're gonna have to move on from this segment. All right, moving now to our Reddit topic of the week. Every week we go on Reddit. We find interesting discussions. We bring it to the table here for everyone to consume. Starting with you, Matthew. What is your Reddit topic of the week? Uh, my Reddit topic of the week. It's a little bit of a long one. Uh, it's by Goat James 236 Goat. James 236 uh, they're obviously a LeBron James fan huge LeBron James fan I'd assume and his topic was will the TNT NBA all decade series resume this year if so what would your picks be for the categories 
categories from last time. It just goes through like a whole bunch of different um, best playoff game. Uh huh. Has Dallas Mavericks Miami game two 2011 NBA Finals. Boston Celtics versus the Lakers 2010 NBA Finals. San Antonio Miami Heat game seven 2013 NBA Finals. All these are great games. Cleveland Golden State Warriors game seven 2016 NBA Finals. Uh, best performers, greatest dunks. This actually has a clickable links if you pull up this article about the greatest dunks from the what is it? This is 2018 NBA Conference Final when Jason Tatum's threw it down on LeBron James. Oh yeah, that was, that was wild. Yeah, there's some good ones that just talk about uh, best playoff defense. Andrew Bynum, ten block triple double against Denver Game One Western Conference Finals. I don't remember that to be honest. That was a big one. It was just a it's a it's a big gigantic list of uh, playoff buzzer beaters, best team series, best regular season posterizations. There's some great like Larry Nance is on here, Giannis when he jumped over Tim Hardaway Jr. <laughs> it's just it's a great list. You got to like you know best end. Of, I'm a, I'm gonna go through one of them. This is just yeah best individual series in the playoffs. LeBron James Golden State 2016. Yeah, that was that was phenomenal. Chris Paul versus San Antonio 2015. I don't necessarily remember that one. Yeah, I don't remember that one. LeBron James, yeah, definitely with the Clippers. LeBron James versus Boston, 2012. Oh, yes. LeBron James versus San Antonio, 2013. That game six against the Celtics. Crazy. Crazy. What was the second one you just said? LeBron James versus the Spurs in 2013. Okay. Just some great, it's a great list of just like great NBA events. Now, this is this current decade, correct? I believe so, yeah. Okay, alright, alright, cool. A little off topic, but one of those categories. Let me just, just shoot out a category. Uh, Best playoff game, best playoff dunk, best okay. playoff defense, best playoff drama. Okay, best playoff game. If you, What can you remember when it comes that the you watch games? anytime? Oh, the Dallas Mavericks-Miami Heat game. The 2000 that was I definitely watched that game no 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 I'm talking about oh. in general like any game you've watched uh, outside of this decade basketball best basketball, basketball game I'm gonna go man that is tough I wanna say it was the Portland Lakers series when Shaq and Kobe were really like becoming Shaq and Kobe uh-huh. and he threw the wild oop to Shaq yeah, yeah that was that was a wild game just because the Blazers had such a good team. Like, they had so many players on that team. But the Lakers had Shaq and Kobe. Yeah. So, was one of them, like, best moment? Was one of them? Best moment. There's definitely. That is. Was one of them best playoff moment or something like that? If one of them is that. When Baron Davis dunked on Ooh. Andre Kirilenko. That was wild. Yeah. That was wild. After they had beaten the number At, one Yeah, Mavericks after they team. beat the Mavericks. And that's another one. When they beat the Mavericks, that's another moment or yeah. drama yeah. Uh, part of it. Um, I'm trying to think some other ones. Just like, I know it wasn't. And that was those two weren't in this decade. But yeah. No, those were. That's, that, the Baron Davis dunk was crazy. Man, that the whole Golden State run was very good. <laughs> yes, yeah, that one was pretty good. I'm trying to remember 
I'm trying to think of a playoff game performance that I remember. Oh, oh, I rem- I watched this one live. Uh, uh, Reggie Miller when he scored those eight points oh, in, like in eight seconds. seconds. Yeah. yeah, I watched that live. That was that was on a Sunday, and that I, I watched good. it live on NBC. I remember that. Anything else on this topic? Uh, no, that was, it's just it's great. Some great posterizations. People think that Larry Nance's dunk on uh, Brook is it Brook Lopez? Had to be Brook Lopez. You say who? Uh, Larry Nance when he oh, over oh, oh, the oh. Lopez the junior Larry Nance junior oh. yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about not, to say not his fault Larry Nance had some nasty ones back in the day and any <laughs> it says any vintage Blake Griffin dunk works here <laughs> he has a lot that could be on the best posterization of a decade yeah he's had some fierce ones man anyways let's move on to my topic of the week I'm not going to lie. Last week, I had the very good one, or the only one last week. Definitely. Perfect. Uh, this week, I'm going to give you credit. You have the best one. Uh, but this one is still pretty, pretty, pretty decent. This is, let me open the link real quick. Oh, here it is. It says, division all-time win percentage. And this is uh, the NFL divisions. Uh, and they break them up into the eight divisions. Now, of course, this is an all-time win percentage, but... Some of these teams weren't in the division that they're in right now, but they still compiled them and they counted their their victories. And um, do you want to hear get shoot out an NFL? You want to hear the worst? Do you want to hear the worst? I want to hear the worst. The worst division, and I'll start from bottom all the way up to the top. The worst division when it comes to win percentage is the NFC South, which is the Falcons, Panthers, Saints, and Bucks. There's some bums in there. <laughs> Bucks are notoriously trash. The very next one is AFC South, which is Texans, Colts, Jaguars, Titans. That one, I'm surprised, is not the worst one, to be honest. That one's not the best. Uh, the very next one, NFC West, Cardinals, Rams, Seahawks, 49ers. That one's a shocker that they're this low because... There's some good teams in there. Well, well, actually, I shouldn't be shocked now. Seahawks were bad for a little bit. Seahawks were bad for decades. The Cardinals bad. are bad most they were of the time. Ba- uh, yeah, now we're looking at it. The Rams were bad for a while. It, yep. 49ers, they were good for for the 80s and the early 90s. And they would have a good defense in the 2000s, but like when they had Patrick Willis and like... Yeah. Uh, so I shouldn't actually be shocked. I shouldn't actually be shocked. The fifth best division, AFC South... I'm sorry, AFC East. Okay. Jets, Dolphins, Patriots, Bills. And that's literally because of the Patriots. They win all the time. They win all the... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I skipped another one. I skipped one. The fifth best is AFC North. Steelers, Bengals, Ravens, Browns. And they're probably at this place because of the Browns. Yeah, no, everybody else has had good runs. <laughs> They're probably there Even because the of the Browns. The fourth best is the AFC East, Jets, Dolphins, mm-hmm. Patriots, Bills. The third best is AFC West, Broncos, Raiders, Chargers, Chiefs. Pretty competitive when you yeah. think about it in the grand scheme of it. Raiders trash. The second best team, or second best division, is the NFC East, which is the Red- Redskins, Cowboys, 
Eagles, and the Giants. And the very best division is none other than the NFC North, which is your Vikings, the Packers, Bears, and Lions. That one shocked me. Lions are notoriously trash, and so are the the Bears sometimes. That one shocked me. But they had a playoff run. But this is all time when you think about it. It's all time. Packers normally always a good team. Packers were always uh, the Vikings, Vikings had some the great years. Sixties and the eighty yeah. and the seventies. They had some great years. Yeah, the nineties that were good. The Lions, oh no! The Lions have been the one where they've just been trash. The Bears have forever. definitely been great for like spans of times. Yep, yep, yep. So yeah, that is my topic of the week. Before we roll out, we want to give some shout-outs. We gave a shout-out earlier to our boy Jakaro Dodd. Uh, so, shout-out to him. Shout-out to OSS980, Harold, Aaron, D, Jeff. Shout-out to Hand Down, Man Down Podcast. Uh, our The host is Danny. Danny, uh, Danny. Danny balled out the other night when we played against Metro, and, and, we, and we beat them. Uh, y'all beat my, y'all beat Jay Butter. Jay was not there. Mm. Yeah, but we still we still beat them. Lucked out. Uh, he was not there. Um, shout out to Locked On Wizards. Shout out to uh, Erica Fernandez of DAZN and BSL. Shout out to Sports Talk Tasha. Erica and Tasha are the hosts of the She Report. I'm waiting for them to drop another episode, so I'm putting that out there in the atmosphere for both of you all. Waiting for that to happen. Uh, shout out to Soggy Nachos, Barbershop Talk, Shut Your Face, Redskin Rundown, Doll Parts, Ming Reynas, Eat the City DC. You got a beef stock that you're making right now. I do. That is the aroma flowing <laughs> through the studio. You've been simmering it for over 24 hours, correct? It's been a long time. About to take it off. All right, this this should be should be pretty it good. Smells good. I'm going to definitely walk in that kitchen and see what's <laughs> going on. Uh, shout out to all of our other listeners and viewers. If we did not give you a shout out and you listen to this show and you support the show, just hit us up on social media. Hit us up on Instagram, the Sports Reality, on Facebook, the Sports Reality, and on Twitter, Sports underscore Reality. Anything else before we roll out? Oh, I think that's everything. All right, until next time, everybody. Sports Reality, peace.